Before we begin the episode, we just have a quick word from our sponsor, BetterHelp. That's help. H-E-L-P. We are so proud to be partnering up with a company whose mission it is to help you start living a happier life today. Yes, BetterHelp is a professional online counselling service that sets you up with a therapist in under 48 hours. They have a huge range of expertise which makes it much easier to find the right therapist for you. And even if it turns out that you're not too keen on your therapist, you can change for free until you find the right one for you. It is a professional, secure online counselling service available for clients all over the world. You can access your account at any time and contact your therapist and you will always receive a quick response. You can easily set up weekly video or phone sessions with your therapist and get the support you need from the comfort of your own home. No awkward waiting rooms or travelling to your appointments. It is also way more affordable than your traditional offline counselling and there are over a million people using BetterHelp today. They receive incredible reviews every day which you can go and check out for yourself at betterhelp.com forward slash reviews. And as you all know, because it's something we've discussed on our podcast before, I've invested in therapy over the years and it's literally been life-changing for me. There is no better investment than in yourself. Anytime I've gone through periods of seeking professional counseling to work on my inner world, my outer world becomes completely unrecognizable. And that is because you completely transform how you feel, behave and level up so much through therapy. And we know that so many of you listen to our podcast because you want to improve your state of mind and level up your own life. So if you want to take your mental health to a new level and get the support and guidance from a professional counsellor, join BetterHelp. And with our link, our listeners get 10% off their first month of therapy. Just head to the link betterhelp.com forward slash finding your feet. That's betterhelp.com forward slash finding your feet. We will leave the link in the show notes so you can easily get started. There is no shame in therapy. It's just like taking your mind to the gym and you are so worth investing in to get the support if you need it. But that's all for now. Let's get on with the episode. Hello everyone and welcome back to the Finding Your Feet podcast, a podcast show dedicated to helping you get closer to your true authentic self by helping you find your feet in life. Welcome to episode 16. We've got a really exciting guest on the show for you today. Uh, she is Sean Clark from Styled by Sean. So she's a personal stylist who offers a very unique transformational service within how she works with her clients and she believes that style starts from within and that you form a stronger connection with who you are and confidently present that to the world yeah it's literally such a great interview like her take on styling is so so different to anything we've ever heard before and I think quite a lot of our listeners are into fashion like we are so it's great to have the balance of the two yeah it's not not that it, like when you think of fashion styles you might think a bit shallow it's all about looks and wearing the coolest thing but that's really not her approach to it it's on a much more deep wholesome level so we know you guys are gonna love it so before we start our review of the week is from Lacey French she says fantastic podcast I love this podcast Grace and Abby are brilliant at taking important and essential topics and delivering them in a light-hearted and interesting way they have a unique take on my favorite topics and I feel like I'm in the room with my besties whenever I listen love this show thank you very nice thank you thank you Lacey So I'd like to welcome our guest on the show today, styled by Sean, amazing fashion stylist who works in a very, very unique way. And I can't wait to get into a conversation with you. Yeah, we're so excited to have you on, Sean, because I feel like your take is so different to what we've seen before. So we're so excited to see what you have to say. 
Oh, thank you so much for inviting me. Um, I've wanted to do a podcast for so long, so this is very, very exciting. Would you just like to just start by talking about who you are, what you do? Because I feel like you obviously there is a lot of fashion stylists in this world but I have never come across somebody who does it in the way that you do where you're all about empowerment and style coming from within like I think a lot of the fashion stylists that I've ever seen it's much more about like what's the latest trend let's make you look cool whereas yours is like goes really quite deep with how you work with your clients and I just would love to know how you got to that point of that such a unique sort of way of working within your role Absolutely. So I don't know if you watch um, Queer Eye. Yeah, I love Queer Eye. So, you know, Tan from Queer Eye, that's kind of how I like to describe what I do. Oh my God, I love that. Yeah. (laughs) So I have the absolute pleasure of working one-to-one with women. I'm also fully trained with men as well, but predominantly women. And I basically help you connect with who you are on the inside so that you can confidently present that to the outside world with how you dress. And it's about who you are as an individual and it's about how you want to feel. And if you think about clothing, you see it on someone before they open their mouth. So it's almost a way of letting the world know who you are without having to say anything. And people don't look at style and look at dress in that way and people find it very stressful and actually it should be an extension of who you are and how you want to come across and how you want to let the world know how you're feeling what you're doing who you are and it's something that should be celebrated so I have such an amazing role helping women connect with who they are in a really mindful genuine way and helping them to just transform it's a really transformational process it's confidence boosting it's you know fully feeling empowered and it's about us working together and trust and honesty and it's a really really unique thing I mean there's not many jobs where you can meet someone and 10 minutes later they're in their pants in front of you (laughs) (laughs) so with your clients like how how does it work because I feel like some people, if they wanted a stylist, it might be like, oh, I just don't know how to dress. I want to look cool. Mm. Um, but yours goes so much deeper than that. Like, what are the kind of people that are coming to you? What 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 is it? What are their problems? Yeah, like, what are they? Are they <laughs> yeah, like, what are they coming to you for? Because I feel like they're quite, I don't know, quite a unique, you're in quite a unique mindset where you feel like you need to really figure out your style from within. Mm. That makes sense. Absolutely. Yeah, of course it does. It's very <laughs> much um, definitely word of mouth because before I trained to be a personal stylist, I actually didn't know what one was. So it's very much, oh, oh, my friend did that. And oh, do you know what? I feel like I'm ready for that. So perhaps women that have restarted their careers or I've got lots of new mums actually or people that have gone through breakups it's normally because of a bit of trauma or because people want to change or they are ready to let go of of any insecurities but they're women who really want to start letting the world know who they are and you know I don't know about you but in school we are always taught about um well we were not taught about body shape and things so you remember we'd, we'd read magazines and we were never taught that we're all different shapes and heights and complexions so 
is very much about me teaching people that and how to really utilize assets and how to really you know if you've got lumps and bumps which we all do how to not to hide them but how to dress them and how to fall in love with them so it's quite different to fashion you know it's got I can it's amazing because I help people if they want to if they want to be really on trend and really fashionable I can do that if they want to have the classic style or they want to look really romantic or really feminine or quite edgy it's very much about who they want to be and who they are it honestly sounds so transformative doesn't it like mm-hmm. when when you hear styling I think a lot of people just think like you said Grace like oh just picking out clothes but it's so much more than that it's so interesting it's incredible yeah. so how do you like work with your clients so like it's, it's, you take them on quite a journey so mm-hmm. how do you you know what's do you have a first consultation and then how long's the process and how how often do you keep in touch like what what is sort of the process you take your clients through so I always start with a complimentary style session so I kind of see it as a Q&A so people can really ask me all the weird and wonderful questions about you know things that they don't understand about style or shopping and then that kind of helps me understand where they are and what they need and from then we kind of make a bespoke package for them depending on budget and where they live and you know, what they're ready for. You know, some people aren't ready for the full whammy. Sometimes it's baby steps. Sometimes people want to go in. It's, you know, that there's a really, really important consultation because it's being a personal stylist is very much about intuition. It's very much about listening and it's very much about, I I get um, an energy and a vibe and a feeling about people that I can't, I can't describe to you how I get it. It's weird. It's like, I just know what they need. And yeah. it, it's incredible. It gives me goosebumps sometimes. And, you know, so once we've had this this session, I always recommend a colour and body shape session. So colour, and I'm sure we'll, we'll definitely go into the amazing effects that colour has, but learning, I don't know if you, you girls know what colours suit you or whether you fall down like the black hole in terms of I only wear black or, or navy. And so I introduce you to what colours suit your complexion really make your complexion grow um your complexion glow as opposed to grow (laughs) (laughs) and then um your body shape and how to dress for that so that's kind of color and body shape consultation and once people understand that it makes shopping easier they can choose things themselves that that they wouldn't have wanted to do before and And then my personal favourite is a wardrobe edit. So I'd come to yours. We can have a coffee or for the evening, we can have some bubbles and we'll basically get everything out, reorganise it, declutter, do in, out, but not in a, you know, horrific way. It's fun. (laughs) (laughs) And the most exciting thing is restyling your own wardrobe. So, you know, my record, I think, is 64 new outfits and someone's wardrobe that they already said that they already owned. And I said, we don't need to go shopping, hun. <laughs> like, <laughs> you've got 64 new outfits in there. You're fine. Um, and then from then, we'll have a shopping list. And then I go off to shop for you. And then we meet. And then we kind of try everything on. Obviously, at the moment, it's a bit tricky to do that. And then, um, in theory, we kind of find all the gaps that are missing in your wardrobe. And then voila, 
you have your kind of new style but I'm always on WhatsApp constantly you know it's it's ongoing forever it's nice to see people a couple of times a year because obviously trends change their confidence grows they want more they're, they're like give me more color give me more of this like I'm ready you know I feel so excited about my wardrobe so I want more I want more and it's so great to see people again um it's kind of a forever thing you know clients aren't clients they're really good friends and you know I love to see them and and see them in the evenings and do non-style related things with them so it's really really special sounds amazing it sounds like you create such a good connection with your clients and as well I'd love to know like how you got to this point and like how you chose this career path because like we said me and Grace both work in fashion and then obviously a big passion of ours is like mindfulness and I feel like your job is like a really good mix of the two because sometimes Mm -hmm. in fashion I think it can be quite shallow it can be quite mundane so I feel like you have such a great mix like how did you get to that point did you always know that you wanted to have a mix of the two if you told me I had my own business now, kind of 10 years ago, I would have been like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so I actually started doing the fashion styling. So like you ladies, I worked in in fashion and I was doing all the magazine shoots and I had a really cool role out in Ibiza for a season, you know, doing these really high-end shoots. And wow. when I was working on these shoots, obviously it was incredible, but I really, really, really missed connecting with people and we'd have a really great day on a shoot and then I'd never see them again and I'd be like oh (laughs) (laughs) and um, I loved you know dressing like the act of dressing people and being really creative and I I honestly think I was on Instagram and I saw a course for personal styling and I was like what's that and then I started reading it and I was thinking oh my word like at uni I studied textiles for fashion so I, you know, obviously really understand print and fabric and that's been amazing for me as a personal stylist. Mm -hmm. But my dissertation was on, without me even realising, personal style and what makes people dress in a certain way. And, and, you know, I've always had this thing in me where I can kind of get something, a sense from people. And I was thinking, oh my God, that's so bizarre. Like, I didn't know what a personal stylist was at all. I didn't, until I read this blurb um, about a course, and I went, I saved up to do the course with the London College of Style, who are incredible and ch- they have changed so many lives. And within an hour of doing the course, my heart was beating so fast because I was like, this is it. This is what I want to do. I want to help women. I want to make people feel amazing. I want to teach people to to really be who they are. And yeah, that was it really. So I then worked in um John Lewis as a personal stylist in Oxford Street um and I've gone down to part-time and I now also can take my clients into Harvey Nicks which is the dream so we can just drink champagne and shop and it's all happened quite naturally and I think when you find your thing isn't I'm not saying it's easy but it kind of can fall into place more than you know when you're in the wrong thing it's a constant battle isn't it so yes that's kind of where I am yeah I feel like you kind of like just surrendered and like let it be and I feel like you found your perfect match sounds great very lucky yeah I feel like you are definitely living your purpose like (laughs) all your skills and where you're saying you feel like you've got a little bit of a gift where you can just sort of sense what somebody needs and you combine that with your passion for fashion your skills and you just sound like you I'm a bit jealous actually (laughs) (laughs) Um, 
Yeah, me and Grace Love. are going to change career paths now. Yeah, no, <laughs> yeah, you sound like you've got let's um... take over the world, girls. <laughs> yeah, no, it sounds sounds really nice, and um, it's nice as well for like our listeners to hear how your gradual, natural, like sort of transition into like working and being in your true purposes just sort of happened, and how mm. you can hear in your voice how much you enjoy it and love it, and like you said, it, it's not a job. Your clients aren't clients; mm. they're friends, and just sounds very rewarding and nice and I think everybody can get to that point but where you where you work your work is your love and your passion but obviously life's a journey you have to go along the journey to get there oh it is (laughs) um I'd love if you could speak to us about your career journey so like the highs and lows Mm. um you know you mentioned a little bit to us before about um how careers are a bit of a roller coaster and how yours was and just yeah if you could just tell us a little bit more about that yeah career journeys are really tough and I think as you said huge highs and lows and something it's never really been like a lovely straight line it's been you know learning to deal with these amazing things that you achieved that you didn't think you could achieve and then you know things like comparison and and not achieving things or like losing clients or you know things like coronavirus and and having to adapt and I think comparison is is such a killer and I know for me it's my biggest um my biggest thing that sends me a bit mad Mm. especially on Instagram I don't know how you how you girls feel about it but I someone said to me once that you only put the good stuff up. You never know what's going on behind the doors. And I just think, God, that's so true. But actually, I I almost want to put the like, I've had a really bad day and I'm really annoyed and I've seen someone on Instagram and now I'm comparing myself and I've gone down this hole and I don't know what to do. And I think um, people aren't, people don't talk a lot about the negatives. So the bad days, like the really ugly crying, like, I've done a lot of ugly crying, I don't know about you, but when things aren't going right, like, yeah, ugly crying, imposter yeah. syndrome, you know, you have days where you're like, well, I haven't got anyone to tell me that I need to hit this deadline. So I don't have that pressure on me to make sure I do it. And actually, you need to find the mo- motivation and you need to treat you know, for me as as a business owner, like I need to treat it as nine to five, but actually if, you know, if I want to take a Tuesday off, I can, which is great, but it's really hard. Like I'm such a people person. Um, I get my energy from others and being with others. So when I spend all day on my own trying to work, trying to work, I'm like on the floor and you have to learn to like pick yourself up and, and self-motivate and also things like no one told me about this but when you when you have a big win as much as your friends and family are happy for you they'll never understand like how big it is and I've almost had to learn to celebrate on my own which sounds really sad but it's actually really really important to know if you're going to have your own business like it's your business is your baby you need to be able to deal with the highs and the lows yourself and no one said that to me before I don't know if anyone else feels like that but I remember I had I got a really cool job um on the Birchbox that really cool styles um beauty subscription and yeah and um we were you know I was their style expert for we did like these really cool live 
live Q&A sessions and I was so happy. It was my favorite thing ever. And I, I had to like celebrate how happy I was on my own. And it was such a big learning curve. No one tells you about that. Yeah. That's so interesting. You, you mm. never think about stuff like that, do you? But I suppose as no. well, when it's your business, only you know how much it means to you. Yeah. And things like, you know, this isn't fair. I want this to work and it's not. And things like, um, it wasn't working hungover. You're like, it's rubbish, isn't it? <laughs> like, I did this mm. to myself. Now I've, got to, now I've got to like carry on. And, and um, one thing that also someone said to me was, um, everyone has an opinion of what you should be doing, where you should be, what you should be writing about, talking about, spreading. And no one knows your business like you do. No one knows what you're trying to aim for, however much you tell them. So everyone's going to have a different opinion and you just need to, I had a real battle with it for about a year of trying to do what everyone was telling me to do. And it made Mm. me go mad. Yeah. Yeah, you really have to just live for yourself. And I think especially when you're starting a company or whatever kind of, Mm. whatever you're trying to create, you know, a podcast, anything, Mm. you've got such a vision of it and only like it's a unique vision because you're creating something you're creating something unique new it's coming from you and only you can actually see where it's going to go how it's going to be and even though you can explain it to people they're never going to understand and like you just have to do it so you really just have to like trust in your own vision and just and go for it and kind of just follow your your heart your gut Mm -hmm. your instincts and yeah it is hard like because you obviously you want to take in the opinions of others who like you know important people in your life mm. that you value and respect but at the same time it is your life and everyone's life is so unique and you just have to do whatever your heart's telling you I couldn't agree more and I'm sure you have both experienced similar things since you started your podcast and and, and careers and and it's just it's it's so amazing having your own thing, but equally it's terrifying. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because at like the end of the day, it's, it's kind of down to you. How much energy do you want to put into that? That's how much you're going to get back out of it. Like there's, like you said, there's nobody putting that pressure on you to meet this deadline. You know, it, you have to put that pressure on yourself. And and from what we've seen with the podcast as well, it's literally is how much time, how much energy do you want to put into this? That's mm. exactly what's going to come back out in the amount of downloads and stuff like that. Like it's completely comes from how much you want to put in and you have to, you have to be really self-motivated and disciplined yeah. and make yourself do it. I know, I know. I, and also you have good weeks, good months, mm. bad months, bad days, yeah. and you can't let them, you sometimes you just have to ride them out, I think. And, you know, mm. sometimes you get more downloads than others and you, you can't understand why, like, what, why is this so much different? Or like, oh, that's weird. Like, why is that taken off? And, and it's a bit of a, again, another mind game. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah I, think, I feel like it's all about like figuring it out isn't it and I think mm. like you were saying about school as well I think from like a young age we're never really taught about like fails or like failure like we're not really taught about the lows we're only taught how to celebrate the highs so I think when you do have your own business or your own thing and yeah something's not working like you thought it was gonna sometimes we're not used to that we, ju- we just want yeah. all the highs but I think it's all part of the journey isn't it if you don't like experience the lows then you're not even gonna know what it feels like to be proud and yeah. when it's going well I couldn't agree more and also something that I've learned is the more mistakes you make the quicker you learn because you're never going to never going to make them again 
Mm. And also it makes you figure out where you've gone wrong. And and actually I've learned more from messing everything up than getting things right. And and actually it's more beneficial making mistakes. Again, no one tells you that, do they? Yeah. <laughs> So yeah, exactly. You're you're always kind of like shamed a bit for making a yeah. mistake. Like I can't believe you've done that. Or people God, think, oh, yeah, yeah. You you know you just made to be feel like you failed when you've made a mistake, but you haven't. And I always like to think about failure failure as well. It's like you you never fail, even when you trip up and make an error, even in like running your own company or whatever it is that you do it in like it's if you learn from that you only fail if you let it actually stop you like if you let it mm. actually make you give up and stop that's when you failed but any any roadblocks any hurdles that you come up against you can just get through them and they're not failures they're only failures if you decide right this is it yeah. this is going to make me stop now and you give up that way so true I'm nodding like um <laughs> <laughs> I'm like yeah yeah <laughs> that's so true I think everything's trial and error isn't it it's like when me and Grace started this podcast we was like we're just gonna go for it we was like some things work some things won't but you've just gotta like go for it like everything's just a lesson yeah yeah exactly and also you know you can't really like what you're saying about comparison you can't spend all your time comparing to other people because their vision is completely different to yours and like there's no blueprint to whatever it is that you're doing especially if you're working for yourself and you're creating something um the way you do styling is really unique and a a much more like wholesome approach Mm -hmm. to it and a lot of people would probably not automatically like they when they think of a fashion stylist they wouldn't they wouldn't think of it in that way and so you probably would come up against a lot of people think what are you trying to do like that's not that's not the stereotypical way of doing it that's not the the blueprint but this is what it this is what like you have to just follow your own vision and create what it is that you can see that's how you know innovative big changes come about in the world so you just have to trust your vision and follow it oh 100 percent 100 so we'd love to know some of uh, your top tips for like creating a career that you really enjoy because even just by going on your Instagram page like you can literally see the energy like coming out of you like Aww. it sounds like you've got it down to a T and I think you, you can tell that you make people feel so good so yeah. you can tell you yeah you've like really worked on your career and like what your role is so what would be yeah. like your top tips for people that are maybe even trying to figure out what they want to do or trying to improve on their business? I would say be yourself yes so I write how I talk and I think that's how I can kind of communicate with people in 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 a writing sense as opposed to speaking and I think that's really helped me because I used to try and kind of copy the Instagram kind of captions and I was like I don't want to do that like I don't care oh look at my dress like great like why how am I going to help someone by going and look at my dress you know so it's very much about understanding what you want to give people and give others and just always checking back I think constantly going back to your values and beliefs and checking in with them is really 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 important um also you know read up on stuff constantly try and develop learning new skills is so important for just becoming better you know at everything that you want to do also your gut instinct is like that's what it's there for <laughs> like you need to trust it um and i think also things like 
give giving people a second chance say if they've um cancelled on you or something like don't write them off be patient because you don't know what's going on in their mind as well and I think you need to be really really mindful of other people and particularly be kind like I had an experience where a boss made me feel so anxious and you know I was got so ill from the job and signed off sick and 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 had to leave the job because of how someone made me feel at work and I learned so much about how important it is that you need to be the person that you need for someone else if that makes sense Mm -hmm. and I think for me the fear of upsetting someone is so strong and so wrong that you need to make sure you're always kind you're always yourself you take time with things you listen listening is so key as well you know listen to people around you listen to your clients and also remember things that they say because that will make them feel special you know you need to make people feel special you want to help people and having a career that that incorporates all of these values is for me like the 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 kind of top thing that you can do and you just need to be really really aware of what's going on and energies and in your podcast I really really enjoyed um the introvert and extrovert um yeah (laughs) I just thought I was like god that's amazing and it's very much about what what you were both talking about then as well understanding what people need and Mm -hmm. and yeah it's you've just got to be yourself yeah I I love that you you're such a lovely pure kind-hearted person I feel like we need more people in the world like that but I love how you took your negative experience from where you felt anxious in the job Mm. um and to the point where you were having to take time off work so it was obviously Mm. pretty severe how instead of that letting that cripple you and make you give up on fashion or give up on whatever you were doing you've instead turned it around to be like I never want to make Mm. somebody feel like that and I want to only spread good energy and I think a lot of the time in life people come up against difficult situations like that where people have been horrible and they just let it sort of taint them taint their view of the world and make them be a little bit harder and I don't know so it's nice how you have had that horrible experience but you've you've changed it to become a motivation for everything that you do and how you show up every day is that you want to be kind you want to make people feel good you want to give good energy to everyone because you know how horrible it feels when mm. like to be on the receiving end of uh yeah like I like you said a horrible boss and I think people like might have been listening at the beginning of this episode and thinking oh my god it sounds like this girl's got such an amazing job and she sounds like she's so sort of like you know yeah, at peace dream. with what she's yeah exactly and they'll think oh she's not had gone she's not in this situation that I've had where I've got a difficult boss and Lola or anything because obviously we all go through situations like that and I, I like how you've just opened up there and said that because on uh, on a on a, any journey in life, like it's never plain sailing. Like it's always going to be a bit crap at times. Mm. But it's about how you turn those difficult times into something positive, which is obviously what you've done, and that's amazing. I never thought of it like that. Actually, it's quite funny. Mm. Yeah, learn something new every day. Yeah. yeah, I like. Yeah, I really like how you just use that negative and turned it into a positive because we always talk about that on the podcast. Like even in that episode where me and Grace discuss about like our reason for why we started the podcast. Yeah, that, yeah, they both came from like 
darker times but like you can either like let that define you or you can use it as a positive so like yeah by you going through that and experiencing the bad side of how someone can make you feel in a workplace now you're such a compassionate person so I think that's amazing yeah I think it's probably actually given you a deeper level of empathy as well Mm. where you're saying you have that you feel like you've got a bit of a gift like you probably are an empath have you heard like the oh yeah yeah um I feel like I'm a bit of one of them as well. Like you can just really pick up on the emotions of someone without them even really needing to speak and kind of just yeah. know what they need to hear or well, like what they need. And obviously within your sense, it's it's about style and what mm-hmm. kind of like confidence boosting they need and you use it that way. But I actually think that when you also go through those really difficult times, like what you've gone through and you felt that anxiety and that stress so deeply from that negative situation, it, I think it deepens like it's how you've used this positively it's deepened your empathy probably even more than it was before made you even more hyper aware of how your energy who you are how that impacts other people and instead using that because you know how powerful it is like how much if you're negative how much that can bring somebody down and just beat them down mm. so you now just focus on being really positive really kind because you know the powerful extent that that has and I think people do definitely underestimate the energy that they have and what that gives off to other people and they just think oh like whatever like I can go around being in a mood all day and it's not going to bring people down whatever but it, it will it absolutely will like people so pick up on energy yeah it's exhausting mm. and you want to be somebody like you like you said you and especially in your job like you need to be uh sort of light for people you need to be confidence boosting you need to make them feel empowered you've got to make them love themselves you need to help them find their style from within so it's even more important for obviously people in the line of work that you are in but it sounds like you're doing a fabulous job of it (laughs) thank you yeah um would you like to just talk about the difference between fashion and style so like we mentioned before like fashion can has parts of the industry that you know are pretty shallow it's all face value but obviously yours that way you're saying that you're wanting to bring the style out of somebody and that it comes from within mm-hmm. um if you just like to go into into that and just explain that a little bit more yeah also I'd like to know what you think but I think uh, my my opinion is that style has a bit more substance than fashion mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. got a bit more a bit more behind it and there are different versions of style and different types of style you know you could be a real classic dresser as mentioned before or have a really bohemian style or quite edgy and that will always stay with you Mm -hmm. and I think style sticks around um, and reflects who you are again an extension of who you are And I think with fashion, it's amazing. It's very fast paced and it's got a lot of energy, but it's kind of leaves things behind and it's gone and quite quickly and it can be quite confusing and hard to keep up with. I don't know what you ladies think. Yeah, no, I agree. I feel like with style, like even as fashion changes, everyone like style, you can still see it coming through. Like even though my kind of fashion has changed, over the years I've always had a particular style that just has always been with me and that's such a personal thing isn't it because I feel like even though it tweaks it's always going to be like your personal style and it's quite nice when people recognize it as well like I have a few friends Mm. and they're like oh I love your style and it's like that's so nice because it's like that is an authentic part of me yeah it's such a nice compliment isn't it and also with um lots of my clients 
I can see a style in their wardrobe immediately. And it's amazing because they have got no idea that they've been choosing, you know, certain prints or certain colors or certain cuts. And, you know, I'll say to them, I will never say it straight away. I'll kind of see if, you know, if they bring up whether they like a certain thing. And I'll kind of say at the end, did you know that like, you know, or I'll ask them, have you got like a celebrity you really like or admire their style? And they'll say, and I'm like, yeah, look at all these things that, you know, they might have in their wardrobe or, you know, you've got such a bohemian style in prints. And they're like, oh, yeah, well, I do, you know, I've this way, well, you know, when I went to um, India when I was younger, like all I wanted to do is like wear these amazing prints. And I didn't realize that's all I've been buying since then, but just kind of a contemporary version. And it's it's, yeah style you know when you don't realize you've it's always in you you just sometimes need someone to help you see it no I literally think it's so interesting especially like because that is your job it's about you maybe just showing them and then once they realize they're like wow I didn't even notice and the thing I'm like dying to hear about this color theory because I'm so so interested in this like I've seen it I've not really seen it much but I saw it on a video a while ago and I was like wow like I didn't even realize like you know like sometimes you'll put colors on and you'll think this color really doesn't suit me but I feel like there's so much more to that and I feel like you really know what you're on about (laughs) yeah so I am an advanced color stylist so I've really gone in on it and um for me it was my transformational moment when I discovered color so I was always had to turn black um because I thought it was fashion and cool and chic and now I'm like a rainbow (laughs) but um so so color is is um has such a relationship with your skin tone so I don't know how much you know but I'll kind of I'll go quite basic and we can kind of go from there so you either have a warm or a cool skin tone Mm -hmm. so a warm skin tone has a really nice golden complexion, kind of yellowy undertones, but I say golden because that's much nicer. <laughs> and most of the people, most people in the UK will have a warmer skin tone. And then you have a cool skin tone, which is very dramatic, quite cool, almost a bit icy to look at. And and it's very dramatic. And when you pair your skin tone with the colour that suits you, what it does, it's a relationship between the color underneath your neck and how it reacts with your skin tone. So if they work together, a harmony kind of happens and you get an overall even complexion, which is when we all look our finest. Again, we're not taught this. Like I had no idea this was a thing. And and also it kind of doesn't sound real until you see it. Um, so basically the warm and the cool skin tones are broken into four seasons. So spring, summer, autumn, winter. Now the warm skin tones are spring and autumn and uh, the cooler, obviously summer, winter. So when I, when I help you with color draping, basically what I do is I drape bits of fabric over you. It looks a bit mad. And, um, I'll I'll go through the whole colour wheel, so red, right round. And I'll put four colour, four types of red on you. And one of them will look amazing. And the other three will perhaps not be so great. And that will be a certain season. And then the things will change. So then I'll 
put on the blues and then one will really stand out and your eyes will pop. You know, when you've got a colour on that suits you, your eyes are much whiter. So the colours of your eyes really stand out. And my most important actually tip with colour is that we can all wear any colour. It's just getting the right tone. And no one realises that because people go, oh, I can't wear blue. And I'm like, you can. You can. You just need to find the right blue. Um, And basically, it's quite interesting because... Um, I'm just going to talk about spring because that's that's my t- my um, my kind of season, and it's bright and light. So really bright and light colours really really work well with my complexion, and that's what gives me my overall even complexion. So bright reds, aqua blues, like really really spring greens. Um, but then if you think about like a really beautiful olivey complexion, they normally fall into what's called an autumnal palette. So Again, that reflects the season. So really, really earthy, rich tones like rusts and teals and all these amazing colours that just really, really make your complexion glow. And also the amazing thing about colour is that it has incredible physiological and physiological and physical effects that you're, you have no idea that's going on in your brain. So if we take the colour red which is my absolute favorite. And you can probably tell through Instagram, basically everything's red, (laughs) Mm -hmm. but it's amazing. So what it does is when you, when your eyes see that you've got red on, it sends signals to your brain that releases adrenaline. So what it will do is boost your energy, wake you up, give you that fire in your belly. You know, it's a great third date color to like show someone like how passionate you are and like you know how irresistible you are and that you really really mean what you're talking about so it's a really good interview color it's a really good girls night out color it's it's if you're feeling exhausted if you're if you just need a bit of a kick it's a really good color to wear and then if you think about blue you know it's the world's most liked color it's the least scary and it's very calm. Think of the sky. You look up and you go, oh. And what that does is the opposite to red. And you release oxytocin. Maybe just don't say that bit in case I get it wrong. Um, <laughs> and suddenly you're like, what does it release? So it's very calming. And also, I don't know if either of you flush. Like, I get quite pink cheeks. So if you wear things like blues and greens, it does the opposite to what the red's going on in your cheeks so you can counteract any flushes. So if anyone's listening and you flushed, go out in greens and uh, blues. Oh my God. It's so interesting. You literally never hear about this. And obviously like me and Abby both work in fashion. Like we, we love, love the industry, love clothes. Like that's, um, otherwise why would we work in it? And, and I don't know, you just never think of it in this level of detail, but it's so interesting. Really interesting. For hours. So yeah, just stop me now because I'll literally talk. Like we'll go for we'll go for nights out and I'll like meet someone in the in the toilet queue and then that's it. I'll be with talking to them for like three hours and I'm like, <laughs> stop, John, stop. <laughs> I absolutely love it. I think it's so interesting. I feel like I need to buy more red things now. Yeah, and I was actually too. I think I said to you, Grace, the other day about tiny bit off topic but kind of on the subject of red clothing so like my mum put on a red dress the other day that she wore for a holiday and she came downstairs and I was like mum you suit red so much I was like you look absolutely amazing in red and do you know what she said to me she was like 
oh, I do quite like red, but like my whole life I've never worn it because I didn't feel like I had the confidence. I don't want to stand out. And I was like, oh my Aww. God, mom. I was like, you li- I was like, mom, you just need to buy red dresses now because you look Send amazing. Yeah, so even like at that point in her life, she can realize actually she looks amazing in red. Like it was such a sweet moment. And yeah, you can I think tell when someone feels great. Yeah. yeah, she was like glowing. I was like, I can't believe you never wear red. Like, cause she's got really like dark skin, and I was like, it suits you so much. Mm. That's interesting. My mum's scared of red as well, actually. So I was like, no, it doesn't suit me. It doesn't suit me. But I'm like, probably does. You just, yeah, it probably is just scared to, to wear the color. Yeah, I but think I have what... one red dress. I need to buy more. Yeah, I've got nothing red. But what about yellow? I'm asking this because I personally am always like quite attracted to the colour yellow. I'm actually wearing a yellow cardigan today and I'm just feeling a little <laughs> bit more um, high cheerful energy because I'm wearing this yellow cardigan instead of I always wear black and stuff. But I'm always like attracted yeah. to it. I was, And then I'll, I'll buy like the odd piece in yellow and I'm just like, I have it in my wardrobe for ages and I just love it. But what what's the... Um, What's the mood of yellow? What's the, What's the colour theory? Yeah. <laughs> You've absolutely nailed it. Like, think of the sunshine. It's happiness. You know, it's joy. It's celebration. And actually, do you know, yellow is a fantastic colour for clarity. So if you really need to make good decisions and you need to kind of get on with things, you know, it's such a great colour for that. And it's a very trusting colour. Um, it's actually, though, interestingly, most women are kind of put off to wear yellow and I think it's because it's so vibrant Mm. Um, but actually yellow is up is up next to red for me um think of yeah think of the sunshine think of holidays think of all the amazing things that are surrounded by yellow and it's such a it's such a great color but the only thing the only negatives about yellow is so you know so many people have a baby and they paint their room their nurseries yellow it's got so much it's got so much energy in the color you know it's really boosting really energy driven that actually it stops little ones from from sleeping so don't sleep in a yellow room I used to have a yellow bedroom when I was younger I was like (laughs) I want my room to be yellow so Uh I had yeah that's why why I didn't sleep for five years yeah (laughs) Also, I have, if you feel sick, don't wear it if you feel sick because it can like heighten up your senses. That's crazy. Wow. I have one more question on colour because you fully yeah. intrigued me now. Because my friend, who will definitely listen to this, says that um she's a bit scared of the colour green because she said it's an evil colour or something. And I've always said Ooh. to her, like, I yeah, I was like, Oh, I'm not sure on that. I was like, I don't really know, but I suppose it's a personal thing anyway. But yeah, she explained that to me. So yeah, what what is is there something to do with green to do with evil, or do, have you not heard that? I obviously do not want to disagree with your friend. No, um, yeah. But for me, it's the color of nature and the color of balance. And, you know, if I'm feeling all over the place, I turn to green for, oh, it's almost like a bit of a cuddle. It's mm. in between, um, the, it's in the middle of the color wheel. So it's not too hot, not too cold. And it's actually really good for grounding you. Think of the earth, think of feeling all over the place. But I'd really love to um, speak to your friend, actually, and see where she's got that from. That's she would amazing, love that's it. Interesting. Yeah, she would absolutely love it. I'm not sure yeah. where she got it from. But yeah, I suppose it I'd is, like I said, it is a personal thing. But yeah, I was like, I was intrigued. Cause I was like, I've never really thought that before. So I don't know. Yeah. This is why I love people so much. Like, yeah. Wow, how did you how did you get like I want to know <laughs> yeah I'll, I'll literally ask her after this and we'll see yeah, what do she says. Text me. <laughs> yeah I will 
for people listening that obviously they, like having a personal stylist it you've got to have a bit of spare money to be doing that um so for somebody that can't it hasn't got the funds to kind of like actually go and get a personal styling session or anything like that but they they want to embark on a style journey like where would you suggest they start so it's super fun because you know now there are so many incredible like online platforms so Pinterest you know have a little look at just type in general styles or trends and just start saving outfits that you like on Pinterest and see if you notice any reoccurring things like oh I always pick out polka dots or oh I love pleated skirts oh look I'm always looking at leather jackets like this and that can be the beginning of perhaps items that you really like and you can see whether you've got them in your wardrobe or not or perhaps start making a shopping list and perhaps see I always say start with a little mood board, whether it's on Pinterest or magazines and read up. And, you know, also people don't look up in the street very much. Like have a look around, like go and sit on a bench and see what people are wearing and see whether it really resonates with you and have a look at what's out there and have fun with it. Don't put any pressure on yourself. Like, right, today I have to make a mood board of things I like. Like do it over time. Don't put any pressure. It's about it's a journey for your own well-being and to feel really positive and celebrate who you are, not something that you should get stressed out about. Um, and knowing who you are, Style Wells, is great for your self-development and communicating to people. And again, a bit of self-love. And yeah, it really helps you feel yourself. So start with Pinterest or drop me a little DM and um, we can take it from there. <laughs> yeah, um, I'm I'm very intrigued with this colour theory. I'm definitely going to have to pull you off yeah, on that. We'll have... We'll have <laughs> we'll um we'll do a session together it'll be fun yeah literally I really want to do it well I think you've um given us so much food for thought so many interesting different outlooks on uh, career fashion color everything um but when we end our episode we always give our listeners a quote of the week so um as you're our guest this week <laughs> you need to tell the fan your feet community your favorite quote what you love what inspires you um and we're going to post it on our Instagram. Oh, I love that. So for the first time ever, it's a very short and sweet answer. <laughs> <laughs> Mine's actually progress over perfection. And that. every time I hear it, it just, it just makes me think, God, yeah, it's so true. You can't, I, I can't talk about it. It's, do you know what I mean? It's perfect. Progress over perfection. Yeah. Love that. I feel like it just brings you back to the moment, doesn't it? Mm, yes, that's what it is. Yes. Love that. Well, thank you so much, Sean, for coming on. I've really, really enjoyed this conversation and I'm sure the listeners will have really enjoyed it as well. Oh, it's been such, such an honour and such a pleasure. And I wish we could uh, talk all day, every day, to be honest. I know, I know. Yeah, I know. We'll all definitely have to meet up. A hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah, I can't wait. Thank you so much for coming on. No, thank you so much. Thank you so much for listening, everyone. We really hope you enjoyed listening as much as we enjoyed talking to Sean. Yeah, I hope you enjoyed it, guys. Let us know what you think. 
Come and chat to us on Instagram. As always, we're in the DMs chatting to you all at Finding Your Feet Podcast. Come and join our community. And don't forget to leave us a review if you're listening on Apple Podcasts for your chance to be featured in the review of the week. Subscribe as well so you never miss an episode. If you're listening on Spotify, give us a follow so you never miss one on there. And thank you so much for listening. We love you guys. And we'll see you next Wednesday. Bye.